Hey, yo, it's your, it's your boy, 50 Cent. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mace. yo. When Earth Gang... Do you listen to Earth Gang? Yeah. So when Earth Gang did that shit on their rage shit... Uh, fucking uh, what song was it? I think it was Doctor Dot, but he oh, was like, he was like yeah, now talk, to, talk to my teeth, teeth like Fifty Cent. Like, I was like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm your fuck with Earth Gang. Earth Gang. JID is just J- dude. Oh my god! Like, I, when I heard him, I was nuts. like, I quit. <laughs> Right? I quit. <laughs> but see, but see, yo, for real though, like those are the rappers. When you hear them and they make you want to be like, why am I even like trying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, that, that, those are those people. It's early, guys. Mm. Eight minutes early, bro. Mm. You should just let me, like, chill in the studio when you make songs. Because <coughs> that bet. would be amazing. You want, like, a crazy introduction? No, it's too late. No, no, fuck gonna all that. Gonna no, it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, you are going to do yeah, it? Yeah, I got it. I'm not a crazy one, but I'm going to... Queen Z got a crazy one. She did. I you got a crazy me. baby. She was lazy, lazy. <laughs> Camera. <laughs> Slim shady. Slim shady. Yeah, just go ahead. You can record all this. We'll, we'll cut out whatever we don't need. But um, crazy baby, 80s baby. Your mama's, no. Your mama's on my. Got the boosters boosting. <laughs> got the juices juicing. <laughs> all right. Um. Y'all mix motherfuckers Okay over there See why It always gotta come down To what We mixed with I didn't say what you mixed with I just said it was a mix Exactly I'll stay right here Tight Okay Alright Got it Wait what is my hair That's like Oh my god Looking at a pancake And being like You better motherfuckers You forgetting it's a pancake That didn't make no sense No, it's because I was hot It'd be like saying Man you you flour and milk. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Get out of here. Like you half flour, half milk. Damn. <laughs> you broke it like, super no, down. Dog, I'm, a, I'm a pancake. I'm a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Love. <laughs> All right. That's, that's what I'm feeling in. That's, that's how you feel, right? Apply for my food stamps. Other pancake. Other. <laughs> pancake. Don't matter, bro. Am I good, Ty? Uh, we are. From the land of milk good. and egg. Upon us. <laughs> and then and then and then and then and, and then, then that was the end because we were then, delicious. And then, and then do, do no and then my car. No yeah. and then. And then. No and then. No and then. And then. No and then. No and then. No and then. No and then. Uh, what's up, okay. y'all? This is Tressie. Uh, and this is Cedric, and we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. And we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, this person is a phenomenal musician, rapper, singer. Um, I have been nerding out for the past few weeks over his music. Let's just introduce him. L.A. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. What is up, dude? Thank you very much for coming here. Thank you. Thank you. I feel great. This is about to be really fun. It's about to be amazeballs. It just started. Yeah. Well, it didn't really just start. Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) I mean. This is what we do. This is what we do, man. We're really happy to be here, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Me we nerd now, man. Like, listening to the music, um, enjoying it. Um, I don't know, nerding you know, this out is over it. Nerding out over it. <laughs> you know, we we know a little bit about you because you know we had the opportunity to meet you a few times before. You know, why don't you tell the people? I mean, you know, what's what's uh, who you are? Who are you? Who is L.A. Van Gogh? If they never heard of L.A. Van who that, Gogh, who that man right who there? That <laughs> who, who that boy? Who that boy? Who him eels? <laughs> that is like 
That's the hardest question to ask anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, if I would ask, who is Cedric? You know, you really think about it. Like, damn, who am I? I'm a pancake. There you go. Hey. I'm a pancake. Oh, pancake. pancake. Okay. Nah, but I'm a musician. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like we didn't have this conversation <laughs> two minutes ago. <laughs> oh, the land of milk and flour. Right. Nah, I'm tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a musician um, from Dalton. Mm. Dalton, South okay. Chicago land area. It's a suburb of Chicago. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how to answer a question like that. You so know what? That's so it many. is. It is very cool, open yeah. ended. So it's just yeah. not like like I am like that's why I was saying, when I was testing the mic. These people don't know, but when I was testing the mic, I'm like I like long walks on, <laughs> walks on the beach with a rifle. Like what the fuck am I supposed to say? Yeah. You know well, what so I mean? it's awkward as hell. It's like if you're on like a dating site, it's like what do you put as your description of right. yourself? I, like oh, how do you talk right about yourself? Right that's yeah. why I fucking hate interviews, to be honest. Mm. But I mean, these are you know I like doing this, but <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> you mean like I mean? job interviews? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. so uh, talk about yourself. How would you about make yourself? It? I read an article that's like basically that's your chance to talk to them about what you have that brings like you what can to bring, bring to the, to the table. job right like, I but at just the same time like nigga you huh. just read my resume like yeah. <laughs> but it's all good well um how, how about let's let's start with something a little bit easier um how about telling us about like how you got into music because you know mm. you play the piano mm-hmm. um you sing you rap like what how when was the first time you touched an instrument i guess you could say and yeah, then yeah there uh, you go that's a good one yeah. you know the first time I remember touching an instrument was music class. Eve. And I went to St. Jude at the time. Mm-hmm. It's Christ our Savior now in Dalton. Um, we had music class, and the music teacher, she would just, like, teach us stuff. Of course, it's music class. But when I was in fourth grade, I would say my first official instrument was the desk and the pencil. Hey. Okay. Well, you know, okay. Hey, we all know about that. Especially that's when legit. grinding that's legit. Exactly. So. Oh my, yes. Either Wait, that. hold on. Yo. Grinding, who didn't? Anybody out there, if you did not pound the grinding beat right, into like, the desk at the lunch table or piss the teacher off as you in the back of the class, you know and what? Cra- you saying piss the teacher off is that's what made me join band mm. the next year is because she was like, when we were able to audition or whatever for a band, she was like, uh, you should just try out for the drums. You play, you know, oh, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you always making noise in my class. You should, <laughs> yeah, you're you always pissing drums. me off in the back. Like, you may as well. <laughs> right. So right. I went to the audition. I picked up the drumsticks. They had like this little pad and. I tried to do something. I was like, "This is not the same." <laughs> I can't do this. They so, got, no, because if you've ever tried to play drums, like you got to hold them a certain way. Yeah, to, go, oh. to really get the rhythm. And, and I was like, like "Yeah," because like, so, it bounces that. back. Like you ain't you ain't supposed to get that bounce back. <laughs> I'm used to that desk. Right, I'm used to. I'm <laughs> controlling not, this. Like I'm mm-hmm. not used to this. Yeah. But and plus, I like didn't have rhythm Aww, at the time, unless baby. it was on the desk. Okay, <laughs> I'm fucking with. I'm sorry. <laughs> Desk-centric yeah. rhythm. Say Got rhythm. It. <laughs> now, commercial. Brought to you by... No. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I I ended up playing saxophone. Nice. With a story for a year. And I was decent. And then alto I just gave tenor. up. Uh, alto. Okay, well, that's alto why sax. you gave up. Because you, you weren't playing were almost, the tenor. Yeah, you guys were almost you should have been playing the tenor right because there, the tenor's the best. Yeah. Best one. So, yeah. I'm just saying. Right. Um, <laughs> well, that's cool. So, the, so... That's where we have the musical. So, but then you you also started playing piano. Is that something that's recent or? 
I started that when I was like 15. 15? Like okay. I, I didn't learn theory until I was 19 oh, or so you 20. Had to... Really? So I everything I will play, I just learned the keys. I okay. mm-hmm. took a permanent marker hey. and I put all the notes on the keyboard. Okay. Um, And I didn't like really do any, I guess, scales or anything. Mm-hmm. More so what I did is I was going on YouTube and try to find one of my favorite songs and be like, I want to learn how to play that. God, I and wish I YouTube was how to around play when that. I learned how to play music. That's YouTube awesome. University. You know what I mean? Like, That's it's the awesome. best. Yeah. I mean, it's how I learned how to use a lot of things, but yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, so I'm about to nerd out here for like two seconds. Go ahead. Uh, but it's like, that to me is the beauty of the internet and like yeah. the point of like what the internet like is supposed to be right. is that it's like this gl- information, free information. Yeah. This dude didn't learn no theory, but he's on YouTube trying to learn his favorite songs. Like, yeah. right. And I learned how to put man. my own chords yeah. together from that. Like yeah. before I could ever before I ever looked at sheet music since I played saxophone. Um like I would just I knew chords. I'd be like, This is C major, this right. is mm-hmm. D major, just because I knew where it was on a keyboard. And then when I went to theory class, one of the first things they gave us was a, a keyboard on a piece of paper. And I was like, I already know everything. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Like, this is great. But that really enhanced my ability to, to communicate with musicians. Once I took that and my ability to understand what I'm playing so right. I can have more control. Right. So then so then for you, when did it <clears throat> when did it move from you watching these YouTube videos, learning other people's songs to being like, I've got this thing in my head, I'm gonna make my own music. You know, well, when when did that happen? That was before I even started learning how to do that because I had Fruity Loops. Oh, so shit. Yeah. Like you could hit you could hit the chord you wanted and yeah. and basically paste it in. But I never did that. I would always draw each note one by one mm. based on how I thought it sounded. Um, so I was always making my own stuff. And what's crazy is when I was a kid, like I had I have these memories of always freestyling in the shower. Like I would just make really sad songs because I listened to a lot of Avant. <laughs> he it on a <laughs> It is. I should have never so let it get away. Like that was one of the saddest songs, and I'm like eight years old. He's in the shower, like, I can cry and no one can see me. That's exactly. So, that's so exactly. That's so funny. So I'm just that's bearing so my soul. Fuck you, Avant. No, I'm just kidding. What are you talking about? Avant was the, the, the he birthed these niggas. But he made niggas sad. Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. Man, anyway. Eight years old. <laughs> Lil Uzi makes people sad. I mean, I don't want... Yeah. He makes me sad. Yeah. I makes like me Lil sad. Uzi. But, you to know, once up. you dissect the lyrics, you're just like, <laughs> man, you, I hope you're okay. <laughs> For real. I mean, it was... We're tangent, but uh, I'll just say this. It was a breakup album, I guess you could say, but it just, yeah. just still was, like, lost to me. That shit is amazing. It was lost to me. I, I think I'm too amazing. old for it. Or oh, it's I didn't not get it for me. I didn't get it. I, 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 well, for I, me, I feel like I'm old now because I just this Uzi shit. I was. I feel you. Was, nah, bro. I feel like, you. But nah, this bro. is the way I look at it because I used to be the same way. Like when trap music came out, I was a huge Lupe fan, and you know, mm. if it was like it, if it wasn't oh lyrical, that's you. Too. You blocking my path, like you trash. That's right. what my, that was my mindset. But the older I got, the more I started listening to jazz and just instrumental music, the more I hear that in so many different types of music. So mm. I listen to Uzi, and I'm like, this melody is crazy. For sure. The rhyme scheme. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I will never take that away from him. Nuts. But I just I, I just feel like I need something else subject so, matter-wise. So whatever. I feel that. I so feel like, that. I'm so glad you said jazz, because like, I feel like, like hip-hop is like the evolution of jazz. Mm. I feel like hip-hop is... Instead of me having being being Miles Davis, 
and putting my emotions through uh, tones and through notes on a trumpet. Now I can put melodies through my voice and on top of the melodies, I can put words, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So to me, it's it's a step above jazz because you can have those melodies and you can have a message. Yeah. So it's special to me when someone like Lupe is able to give me the melody and the message yeah. as opposed to like a Uzi where it's like I got the melody, but it's like I'm just, I got nothing else. I feel you. you. Know? Yeah. yeah, I love words. So like I'm picking apart Uzi's words too. And that's why I said what I said is like when you actually sit down with the words and you're like, Yo, okay. he's actually he's actually talking about something he's going through. It's just mm -hmm. in a way that a lot of the younger generation talks. Because I always liken conversations okay. like this to to how I wasn't around in the '90s, but at least in TV depictions and conversations I had with older people, they were the same way when rap came out. Right. What is this? I don't understand this. Exactly. Like you saw it in the Straight Outta Compton movie. And he's like, where Lonzo was like, y'all ain't gonna make shit off right. of this. Right. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Right. And. It was the language of the youth, and that's what always pushes for hip hop. And I just take that; it's clearly not the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's totally different now. But the concept, the the breaking of barriers, is the same thing. No, I don't back you know? up. It's cool. Like, no, you you're right. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it is it's similar because, uh, I mean, I'm I'm older, but I feel like the difference is at least at this point, I can acknowledge like, yo, I might be too old for this. That's real. This yeah. shit, like, right. yeah, I just yeah. might. That's what it may have, I miss this shit. Like I'm not yeah. in high school no more. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. my problems have evolved. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like I ain't worried about this breakup. I'm worried about this next bill I gotta pay. <laughs> this, mortgage. Yeah. You know, this mortgage. You're about this mortgage payment and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's different. So yeah. I understand, but this ain't for me. Yeah. Well, uh that was a nice tangent, right? Damn. That was great. Also, Love it. How did I get into music? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know. Well, I mean, cause he, he played, so let's let's recap. He played he Play wanted sex. to play drums, no, yeah. couldn't do it because he failed. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to fuck with him. I, I basically did. I'm like, I'm like, this is a good story. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, and then and he went to the saxophone. The, yeah, the yeah. Best. And, then, and then what? And then, and then yeah, what? And then yeah. what? And then, yeah. and then, and then and stop. Come on, bro. I'm trying to get us. I'm trying to get us back on track. Great. All right. So, but uh, so with you knowing how how the saxophone is, um, I guess we can just go into this this uh, question that I wanted to ask you, um, because I noticed within your music, there's a lot of different I want to say flows, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Like, you challenged my ear. So one thing that Rakim used to say is that, like, he, the reason why he's, like, the godfather of flow, because everyone kept saying, like, you know, he changed it up. Like, he, he wasn't, like, on every, like, one, two, three, four, on every downbeat. Mm -hmm. uh, Rakim said, like, you know, with him playing the saxophone, it made him uh, n learn different patterns. And so that's how he changed up his flow. Right. Do you think that the the music, like learning music the way you did, and at such a young age you did, does, did that influence your flow? Uh, did that influence the melodies you come up with, mm -hmm. things like that? Not, I don't think consciously. But subconsciously, but most it, likely, it might be right? subconsciously. But when, if you would ask me where my inspiration for like switching up my flows and mm -hmm. my cadences come from, it's from rap. Like I just study all types of okay. rap and. It was like it became a practice for muscle memory for me. So I would learn as many rap songs as I could just because I loved them, not because mm -hmm. I'm just I'm trying to get down technique, but I also love these songs. So mm -hmm. I'm used to using all these different cadences and I put them into my songs like it just, it just comes works. out. And I also I don't like the same rhyme scheme. Like, oh, yeah. The way I look at it is. You know, I, I see the words when I spit them or when I hear them. So if the end rhyme scheme is like A, 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 
and I, I see that in my head. I'm like, this is boring, mm. and I gotta, I gotta keep it up. And also Eminem, Lupe, yeah. Jay Z, like these were the people that taught me how to rap. And Lil Wayne. Nice. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> and melodies, uh, I love genuine. And like I yeah. said, I used to listen to a lot of Avant, and my mm-hmm. grandmother just 102.7 every oh, day, yeah, which yeah. is the you know the older folk station, mm-hmm. the soul station. I'm not gonna say older folk, but the I soul station. That radio. That's my shit. <laughs> I guess I'm older folk. Raised on that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, so then that means that you're uh, you're musically eclectic, like you know, like he's 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 de- um, diving into each like different musical pond. So mm-hmm. I mean, so so I mean. For me, when it comes to your music, from what I was listening to, I can hear, I, I definitely can hear the influences that you talked about. Right. You know? Um, I can hear multiple influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I hear a lot of different influences. And I love 3, it. <laughs> <laughs> and no, and I, I enjoy it because it's already been stated earlier. Right. I'm a motherfucking old head, apparently. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I hear the old head influences in you. How old are you? 24. 24 years old. Wait. Okay. We probably... He doesn't put that on his album. He's like, I'm 20 blank. And da da da. So, did you want to do that? It's I fine. mean, I do that because, right. I mean, if you want to dive some... into the story no, no, it's of okay. it. No. You don't have to. But I'm just saying, like, I, like maybe he didn't want to. Don't ask him that. You never See, ask a man. He, I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. He said there was nothing fine. that was off we limits. We can cut this out. Trust me, just him how, fucking tripping. We talking tripping. about old heads and new heads. I'm curious. You're 24. Great. 24. So, I know, I just That's made it awkward number. as fuck. My bad. Now bro. my thought is fucking gone. You I, seriously, it's fucking done. Because uh, you were talking about old head shit. Oh, okay. Why? I have a random question for you, because I, I know you, you're a little bit younger than us, but what was the first hip-hop record that you bought with your own oh, money? You Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this fucking question, y'all. Okay, so like, while I you're thinking... To... <laughs> you need to think about I, it? No, I, I'm pretty oh, okay, sure good. I know. Or on iTunes, I guess. I don't know. Because like... we can tell you what I was. <laughs> I'll tell you what mine was. Okay. This is at least the one I remember the most. Okay. Saint Lunatics. Hey. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's cool though. Hey, hey, hey. that's what's up though. That's I, what's up. I can really. I was like ten. Album. I was like yep. nine or ten, and I was like, I really want this Saint yes. Lunatics. Yeah. Yes. Murphy Saint Lee was, was the pop. shit. Yes, Murph. What Murphy the hook Lee gonna be, bro? Murphy, yeah. What the? Hook Did we ever be? find out what the hook gonna be? Did we ever find out how good he could have been? Damn. All he needed was the track in the background. <laughs> His headphones loud. He snapped. Uh, <laughs> in the Jersey game? Oh, right? man. Yeah. Off the chains. Yep. What, what was your first record? Uh, Rough Riders, Volume 1. Mm. And I'm a West Coast mm. baby, so. Right? It's very interesting. Right. I used to love Drag On and that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Drag Locks. On was. Drag Locks. On killed everybody. Jada. Locks was great, but to me, in my, my head, like I would run drag that on? R- drag on. I don't even remember the name of it. I just know <laughs> drag on killed everyone on that one track. I'm just kidding. I wasn't I'm just into saying. like Rough Riders and like like that. So. All right, so we just lost our connection. It's cool. <sighs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> you guys still have saxophones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Different sizes, but it's okay. It's all good. Oh what me. About yours? Yeah. Uh. Nigga, that's what we're looking at you for. <laughs> but they don't. Might not be able. Name to. it. Uh, <laughs> so you know. Obviously, check this. Uh, Bustin' Rhymes, When Disaster Strikes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, that we that can was, relate on. And what's so fucked up, I like, so 
Tressie and I are both from fucking Oakland, West Coast, California, and both of our shits are not from the West Coast. In, yeah, this first time we decided to support music. <laughs> the first rap song I remember ever hearing was Gin and Juice. No shit. Ever. Wow. What about the first one that you knew, like, front to back? Gin and Juice. Gin and Juice? That's the first one he heard, and he fell in love, and he was I'm like, like bow, I'm hooked. This shit is you so hot. You want to know which one? Mine was Dove yeah. Shack from the LBC. Uh, I've, summertime in LBC. Oh shit! I ride with her. I'm trying I to think. Slide my, damn. Yeah. My I earliest. Don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to put you on after this. Yeah, I'm gonna put you hear on. That. It's yeah. it's it dope. It sounded hot. Take the take the uh yeah the info. Yeah. Do you know? Slick Rick. Oh. Bedtime story. Ooh. See, look at this. See this. Now we're showing Sl- Slick Rick bedtime shit. story. <laughs> I, I fuck with you. It's crazy. Damn. I'm trying you. to think. Like, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was probably on some random radio station, you know, KMEL, back in the day. Mm. Yeah. Shit. Oh, speaking of KMEL, let's talk about you going to the Bay, and you actually have a couple of lines in your uh, in your music. Uh, what is it, Compton, California? Mm-hmm. Oh, Damn, I think that I one. Hmm? Did I say or Compton, something? Chicago. Excuse me. Compton, Chicago. Yeah, not Compton, California. Did I say something about the Bay I, in that I line? think you did. You think said, I think you said something about it being. Well, your name is L.A., Nah, nah. I mean, where's the LA come from? My initials. Got it. See, yeah. you learn something new every day. Nah, no. I think he said he said something about five one zero. I'm gonna look at my. That phone was on right my now. project, the vinyl. The vinyl. A song called "Hear You." Oh, it might be that. Yeah, they would. Gotta check my you. notes. It'll definitely hear you. All right. Well, I'm wrong. He's right. He knows his own fucking ca- catalog so. than, better than me. But you did visually. But, no, but you but were really close. Visit yeah. the Bay Area. Right? I did. I did. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? It is here, you. I said, he has a, has a line called, she from the 510. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that's old that's school. That's where she is yeah. from the that's, 510. That's where dope. I'm from. I got it. East she Oakland, bro. That's dope. Uh, but anyway, let's, let's get... We are like just having a great conversation right now, and I'm loving it, but I want to make sure that we cover You're everything. Right. You're right. Um... Let's make sure that we've covered everything in regards to, like, you know, how you got your start. Um, we know your biggest influences are Lupe, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, Outkast, mm-hmm. I would say as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, because are you a telling lot of... him his influences? No, nah, yeah, this just, is, I want to hear what, yeah. what you think oh, exactly. your influences are. I know, That's Outcast, dope. Right, That's really do dope. Do yeah, do Outkast, because, it, I mean, you got the Spotty Yachty, and mm. you got um, a lot of, like, um, little riffs here and there that... that Reminisce from like AT Aliens or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and then I would also say Kendrick, mm-hmm. um, as is a is a big influence to you too because, um, your rhyme the way the way you change up your rhyme scheme I think throughout a song is similar to them. I mean also like throughout the album, the album is called Everything Is Objective. Get it when it comes out. It comes out October fifteenth, twenty fourth, twenty fourth. Get that. Make sure you guys know about that. But um, we've got, because we know we privileged and shit up in here. So we were able to listen to that motherfucker. And it's fire. And I feel like you have a lot of influences from people that we actually revere on this podcast. Um, can you tell me, uh, like, what it is about those influences that, like, what about it is, it is about those um, artists that I just named that really influenced you? Is it like their their flow, like, the, or is it like what they do outside of music, what they do inside of music? Mm-hmm. They're basically pi- pioneers at this point, right? Yeah. So, can the, you talk about that? 
I think what I study, I think (laughs) you're good. I think what I study the most about these artists is artists is Mm -hmm. (laughs) artists are the way that they transform their story into music. Like, gotcha. I love the words. Mm -hmm. Like, so if you can convey a story throughout, that's what I love the most, and just the cadences, the flows. I love Future. Future is a big influence too. Oh, there you go. Um, and Frank mm-hmm. Ocean. And the way, just the way they they push the envelope, the way, Frank the attention to detail, mm-hmm. the just the attention to detail. I think that's what I study the most. Is why is that sound there? Why did they decide to drop this here? What are they saying that mm-hmm. coincides with this? Um, and I don't know if I've ever heard them or anybody that's worked with them say, you know, why they do it, but. I just pay so much attention to it that I started for myself saying, how can I make this song speak? How does this sound speak to what I'm saying right now? Right. So that sparked that thought. And not only that, I think more than music now, I'm influenced by film. Ooh. Because just the way it's sequenced. Mm-hmm. I've never been a person that liked to throw together an album full of songs. It has mm-hmm. to have... A story to it. Ooh. Any project that I've put out that that was over 10 songs has a story to it. And that's just my thing. And you get the best stories from film. So Stanley Kubrick's a, a huge influence. Um, who else? That's really it. Like him and Charlie Kaufman. You know, I'm, these the film ref- references are lost to me. So. Oh, word. The Shining. Shining. Okay, there you go. That's that's Kubrick. <laughs> 2001, that's Kubrick. Okay. Um, Eyes Wide Shut. Okay. Kubrick. Um, and Dope. Kaufman, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh. Mind. Mm-hmm. What else did he do? He did Adaptation. I think, I hope I'm getting that name right. I'm going to be so sad if I'm getting that wrong. But <laughs> it's all good. Whatever. The, the heart and soul. No, it's, it's yeah, there. We, influences. We, yeah, the influences. That's, that's awesome. So, so you say film, like a lot of mm-hmm. film influences you. Um, so I guess my question, um, considering your music influences, some of them, like your contemporaries, and then I guess the film, put that together. Where do you come up with your concepts? Because I feel like mm-hmm. some of the concepts of some of the music that you're making, a lot of your contemporaries are just like missing it. So I mean, where 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 are you coming up with these concepts, and why are you focusing mm-hmm. on the concepts that you are? Because it, it's what I've had to learn from studying these artists so much, and like sometimes even turning into them, like feeling like Shao Kahn and not Shao Kahn, but fucking Shang Tsung, like mm-hmm. turning into other people. Um, I had to learn that I have to tell my story, so that's where a lot of my concepts from is from the way I view the world, from from my lens and the things that I care about. But not only are music my biggest influences, I'm a huge spoken word fan. I mm. did a lot of okay. open mics in Chicago. So all of those, a lot of the people I'm influenced by in that community, like Real Talk, uh, Phenom, K-Love, Authentic, like I can go on for days, Frankie, I can go on for days about people that influence me on that side. Um, so just... The way you can transform something into something else is a huge thing in the open mic scene. Yeah. Mm. So that was where my basis of being able to put my life into something relatable. And then on top of that, Lupe is my favorite. Right. right. Yeah. Like where I got the blueprint from. So 
no, that's love. Like, you know, and <clears throat> when I when I first came to Chicago, um, I happened to I happened upon that spoken word scene, and it was like, um, it's a lot of dope cats out there, and I mean, it's just, it's uh, it's it is a whole scene. It's a whole like subculture of Rage Jackson. That, <laughs> yeah, do yeah. But it's, Black Rose. Like, but it's Chicago. Go on. And I'm saying from Oakland, I didn't have that. Yeah. In Oakland. Mm. Okay. So um, Or you just weren't like privy to the scene probably. I wasn't in the scene. It's, diff- I think, right? it's, it's, it's different. Like it's I'm not not even to say like he wasn't in the scene. Mm-hmm. Or even if he was in the scene, like not to knock nobody else's city or open mic scene, but Anywhere out of state that I've gone to open mics and spit like my most mediocre shit is five levels above. Mm. Just concept wise, structure wise, it's it's just a different realm in Chicago. I mean, Chicago's home, like you said. I mean, you mentioned Lupe. Yeah, it's a pretty heavy hitter. Well, let's we got a comment. Comment. Right. Yeah. Pretty, pretty. If you just go down hitter, the track like, list, you have people. Yeah. And then Rhyme the origin. Rhymefest. Yeah. Yeah. He stayed at my house before. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's another story. But, um, <laughs> no, but like, there's there's a long list of people from the Midwest in general that, like, one, they all don't sound the same. Two, they are all like, they're all um, they all have a great su- subject matter. Like, even down to Chief Keith, like like he's talking about his reality right. up to the people like Common, Twista, fucking. Mick Jenkins, chance all fit. chance, yeah. you know what I mean? Like all talking about your rea- realities in different ways and giving you and challenging your ear in a di- in a different yeah. way every time. So, I've that's why I I, I understand what you're saying when yeah. it comes to like Chicago's just a different beast because I, I I see it. I mean, we see it in you already, and wow. just in that different beast. I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, segue to this song that I loved. Um, it's not on the album. Everything is subjective. Go get that motherfucker on uh, October twenty fourth, but um, but it's it's already out. It's released on everywhere, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you fucking want to hear it. It's a song called Bitterberries, mm-hmm. and I relate to that song a lot. You can laugh at it all you want, <laughs> motherfucker, just because I'm, I'm gonna let y'all have. have yeah, let me have let me y'all. have my let me have my conversation have with somebody have that that. Yo. Made a song that speaks to me directly, all right, right, bruh? So if you guys haven't heard this song, this song, Bitterberries, is basically about... It's a play on Strange Fruit, if you mm. don't mind me throwing that on, out there. If you guys aren't familiar with what Strange Fruit is, I mean, the most... I guess the most popular person that you could hear that has sampled that song mm. is Kanye. Mm-hmm, Blood on uh, the Leaves. Exactly, Blood on the Leaves. Um, but Bitterberries is such a phenomenal song to me. It's 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 about being biracial. Um it's about an identity crisis as well. Can you just go ahead and expand a little bit on that and like I don't know. I just I just love everything about that song because right. I am biracial. I'm white and I'm black. You talk you talk about like, you know, you're you're Mexican and you're black and what that's happened. I mean, the chorus itself, I can just go on for days about yeah. this particular cool. song. But anyway, sorry. Thank go you. Ahead. I appreciate mm-hmm. the when people when anyone tells me they relate to it, like, mm-hmm. that means a lot to me just because I was scared to write that song. Really? Just within the conversation of the black di- diaspora, what it means mm. to be black. Exactly. Um, I went to school to study civil rights mm-hmm. um, or constitutional law with a focus in civil rights. And a lot of times, and not only in, in textbooks, but in 
where I grew up, like I just never felt black enough. Mm. But I grew up in an all black household. My grandmother's black, my dad's black, my sisters are black, the damn dog is black. (laughs) 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 Legit. Find the pictures, the dog is black. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dog. And then there, and then there's me, right? You know what I'm saying, like, and then honeydew, you know. Yeah. What I'm <laughs> for sure, so, for sure. I didn't grow up with, I didn't grow up in the same household as my mother. Mm-hmm. She is from Mexico. She's an immigrant from Mexico, from the blackest place in Mexico, Arcelia. Oh. Um, but I didn't grow up there, so whenever I went over to hang out with her because I wasn't really a part of the culture, I felt left out there mm. too. So it's just, it's a weird space to be in. It's, and I don't know if that story has been, it is told in music. Logic's doing a great job, actually. Well, I fucking love Logic. But right. just the conversation itself, I just love that that song creates a conversation. Exactly. And that's what I, and that's it came what I was, from that place. That's exactly what I was going to touch on because we have people that um, try and discount the fact that we are black. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm black, and yes, I'm white. Yes, you're black. Yes, you're Mexican. Like, mm-hmm. we have both of those things. And people try and discount the fact that we have that identity crisis where, like, we're trying to figure out where we fit in. And, like, yeah. yes, we don't... I mean, not all white people need to hang out with white people. Not all black people need to hang out. But when you're trying to figure out what your culture is, something that America has stolen from a lot of black people, like, you have to... You, you have to... It's it's a, it's an identity crisis. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's something that's serious that that happens in a lot of people. It's something that that I've struggled with myself. Mm-hmm. And when I I just love how eloquently that you put it, like the way that you told the story about well, actually, you know what? I won't be too too, too serious on this one because this is a funny part. Like the way you told the story with throughout the whole song is amazing. But one point in the in the song you said um somebody you you beat a <laughs> You I beat scored somebody 10? by ten. Yeah. yeah, like I beat. It was a two, two on kids. one. Yes. Nigga, you ain't that nice. Somebody two to one. I, I did. I did. When I was story, I don't believe. How old did I say I was? I was like ten. Ten. I was when I was ten. One of the yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Two kids. Whatever. Two like same age kids as me. How old were they? Like five each. So together they equal ten. I think one of them was older than me, but like that's a that's a legit story, and that's where it came from because. That is the one of the most. What I say, like that's the moment that made me feel like. What do you mean, white right. boy? Exactly, I'm not a white boy. I mean, he he I? can even uh, attest to that because I'm not white. No, <laughs> attest to that if you'd let me motherfucking explain. I'm sorry, you just said because I have to a full. I have, said, I have a full white, white sister. Yeah, and he thought oh. that my full white sister is black. Because yeah, so, when he was growing up, because our whole, like, he's like, I, he didn't see black as a color. He saw mm-hmm. black as what his family was. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, My to me. is definitely not. She, she's not white. She's not, she's not a white girl. She ain't, she ain't, she ain't a typical white girl. She's from East Oakland. She's she not, white. But she's also not a cash me out, <laughs> She's also not a cash me outside. Let's not forget that either. No, she's not. But, but, um, but that, to me, I just, I had to bring this up because yeah. I think it's, it's very um, important to, to let people know that, you know, there's a lot of multicultural people out there's a lot of people out there that that have more than one race and i think it's very brave of you to write a song that way a same way i think it's brave of brave of logic to write a song that way and joe budden to tear down people because that's one thing that's one of my issues i have with joe budden right now on his new show is that he's tearing down the fact 
Like they're calling Logic white. Yes, he's mm. white, but he's not only white. Right. Or like, and they're tearing him down for for having this this conversation or expressing himself on on a on a track, saying who he is. Right. And what his We're struggle not is. We speak for nobody. Exactly. Like, I'm I just saying this logic. is, yeah. and you're, and you're disc- discounting my struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. That's where I have an issue. I think where the, I think where the mix up comes in is, is the, the lighter skin aspect. Like, because I am lighter, mm-hmm. I recognize that I have a privilege. I have right. a, a different privilege that I don't have to live with. Like my sister does, right. who is who is about your color. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that plays into the conversation that I think is not acknowledged enough. Is some people might look at the conversation we're having and say, "Well, you're lighter, you know, like don't act like you got it harder, mm-hmm. whatever." Like it's not that, but I do have a privilege, and there are things that I went through that were very hurtful because of my lack of melanin or presence of melanin whatever i have exactly. you know so um the worst of both that's what that's what i'm saying is that like it is like when i was a kid i used to think that i'm like in my head i would legit say like i'm the worst two races you can be like i'm mexican and black like no no matter where i go in this country i'm harassed hmm. it doesn't matter even if i'm a fair skin because you got in like latino the, communities the like they're they get it as bad as yeah black people do exactly yeah Exactly. Welcome to East Oakland. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, for no, real. for sure. But like th- that's why I needed to bring it up and that's why I had to say I commend you for making a song that powerful, especially like even the mu- the music behind the song. Like it's it's beautiful. Even like I, I came into to the studio singing like the the little <laughs> background vocals that you do throughout the chorus. Yeah. I mean, just down to the black of the berry, the, they say the black the the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Well, I must, I must be, be pretty, pretty bitter, bitter. Like that's according how to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like let's let's talk about it. Like, yeah. we need to make sure that that conversation is being had, and I appreciate you for doing yeah, that. Thank and you. Um, inspired by Homer versus Plessy. Oh, um, hey. And Brown versus Board. Hey. So like, there you go. I like specifically reference those both, and that's what gave me the courage to write those mm-hmm. songs was was Homer Plessy, and because he was one sixteenth black, mm. according to, to the case, right. But he was kicked off of the train during that time because of, you know, segregated transportation. But he did that on purpose. He's like, I look white. But hey, I'm in, I'm in this seat now. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I'm black. You doing us bogus. You know, so, and he took that all the way to court. So that's what inspired me to have the courage to, to even write this song because I was just thinking of his mind state. So. That's just, it's just beautiful. Thank you. It's dope. All right. Um, I- I had a question. Oh yeah, go ahead. So Say I, I noticed, you know, we all we all sipping sipping drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't drink much. Yeah. And you, I noticed you a song you vices. had. No, 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 it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I noticed a song, <laughs> a song you did a while back, Thirsty Thursdays, mm-hmm. which, I mean, after listening to that song, it's like, well, and after watching that video, I'd be like, I probably shouldn't be drinking right now. Mm. So I mean, uh, it's kind of an older song, but I mean, like, what is that? What's the story behind that? Like, is that why you don't drink now? Or you know? well, actually, the reason I don't drink is what's funny is that apartment that we shot it in is yeah. a place that I got super fucked up to the point where I was like, I can't drink anymore. Mm. So it was just ironic <laughs> that we shot it. A there. lot of people have awesome. those. A lot of no, people have those moments. That's dope. That's dope. Like that almost brings like yeah. it makes the song better. Yeah. Right. Like, right. There's a story <laughs> behind it, of course. 
It seems like there's a story behind a lot of his music, but anyway. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. How old were you when y'all, when y'all shot that? I was 19. 19. You look well, young as fuck in that. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I dropped it, I was 21. Okay. But then I think shot 20, it, like, 20 or 21. Yeah. But that incident happened when I was 19. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So. Uh, shout out to the A's jersey that he had on. In that yes, I have to too. say that. Yes. yes, he's wearing an Oakland A's jersey yeah. in the video. I mean, we in, in Chicago, 2012, and that shit was hot. Yes, it was. That shit was. It was crispy. custom. Had my last name. On it. <laughs> hey, it was what, what water boy say? It was my daddy's. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, it was my pops. <laughs> oh, that's hot. No, I, um, I had to try that out. The A's yeah, jersey for sure. Too, like, dope. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> thank you. That's dope. Last but not least, let's go ahead and get into this new album um so we got the album everything is subjective why is why do i fucking fuck that shit up every time i try and say it everything is subjective is it yes it is apparently to mr I mean, la van gogh according to la van so van gogh. can you tell us why you decided to name it like have that as the title well i fuck with philosophy a lot mm-hmm. and i study philosophy and one of the things I learned in philosophy is that the only thing that is objective is that everything is, is subjective. subjective. And that's everything is up to speculation. Like, mm-hmm. just like we talked about our points of view on how we lived our lives, tiptoeing the line between black and whatever Other. we're mixed with. <laughs> right. um, and everybody's got a different experience. So it was just something I was processing at the time. And a lot went into it honestly like even to this day this project's meaning mm-hmm. changes because literally the things that I talk about change over time the way I look at it changes over time like wow I was this is what I meant when I said that um, right and I just I talk about a lot of different things from different perspectives and the voices that I use a lot of people I'm sure are gonna think that's someone else but it's me and right that's, everything plays on the fact sure. that everything is perception so whatever you think is going on probably isn't going on right. but you're perceiving it that way right some people are going to pick up on it and that's the best part is i'm trying to make everything about this project make people understand or not even but introduce to people that there is more than one story even mm-hmm. like the the game telephone right. if i tell you something you're gonna tell it to him differently mm-hmm. um so that's hey, how you go around this room right. gonna have something i'm gonna change my number Damn. So, hey. Oh, he went hard. Damn. Hard. That was clever. That was clever. Yes. Two snaps in a circle. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody's going to get something out of it. It's, you're going to listen to it differently from the next person. And I think that's something important because I do also care about mental health. And that's one of the first steps to recovery or to making some type of transformation mentally in your environment is yo i gotta understand that everything is not my story like everything does not revolve around me what i grew up understanding may not be true like a lot of things that i was taught you got to be open to what is he actually saying you gotta be open to other people's perspectives which is coming back to be you know the whole theory of subjective yeah that's crazy that's awesome. I mean, to be honest, to hear you explain the title that way makes me look at the uh, uh, album a lot different. Uh, like, you know, you go from when I get rich to be careful. Mm-hmm. And when I get rich, it's all about like what I'm going to do when I get this money, when I get that, when I do that. But be careful with your words, you know, like what you're saying and things like that. Like, I love that transition between those two songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that, of course, that was planned, right? 
I was just gonna be like, was that planned? Yeah. Like, I felt like a dumbass, right? No, for sure. Hold up. No, for sure. Go ahead. It's what I've been through. Like, it's what I felt like I've been through. It's like, yo, I'll reach this high and then I forget that. I need to take care of myself, but mm-hmm. like everything is a conversation of my life, the way the songs are structured, the, right? The order, the order, the yeah, the order. I mean, structure of song wise, like there are things within the song structure mm-hmm. that play on the subjectivity on some I went through. So yeah, that whole album, I listened to it like seven thousand times this morning, because I wanted to make sure I was ready to talk about it. And, and so you telling me, you know how. To stop time. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. 7,000. 60 minutes. Yeah. 60 minutes. She did it. She made it. 7,000 times. Oh, he didn't know. This morning. She's Dr. Strange. So, you know how. I'm Dr. Strange like a motherfucker. So, you know how, like, Goku (laughs) went into that chamber where he could train and, like, time was slower and shit? Right. Mm. That's me. He was listening to your music in the time chamber. He just got, he just is like, I'm falling in love. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No. All all, all that shit. Um, So. Yeah, go ahead. So, so I guess now that we kind of have a better understanding of like, you know what I'm saying, the point of the album, obviously your thought process through it, it's like, I'm going to come back to this question. Why? Why are you putting your story out there? I can't tell nobody else's. Mm. Well, Talk I'm, about I it. Can't, I can't, you know, you can tell me your life and I can translate it. it to paper. I can put it to something, but if I don't feel it, if nothing resonates... I'm not going to like it. Right. People aren't going to like it. And I think that's what is so amazing about you as an artist is because it's genuine. It's authentic. Like from, from the, from the, from the sounds to the, to the, to the words, like the melodies, like just everything. I I don't know. Sorry. I'm nerding out. No, it's, it's, it's cool. But I mean, with the authenticity, you know, and it's 2017 hip hop is now the, reigning champion of, of music just just sure. music all across the world like hip hop is pop hip hop is, is yeah. fucking pop you know? at this point you know so we don't give pop stars shit if they sing a really emotional song that's somebody else's story mm-hmm. so like how would you feel about writing a, like a song emotional song for somebody else or having right. somebody else write an emotional song for you I guess just, you, say, just the, whole, the, the whole ghost writing shit in hip hop like is that okay now that Hip hop is pop. Like, See that the key word is ghost. Okay. Writing. Right, right. And, and, and I, I say ghost as in not credited writer. Exactly. Non credited because I know a lot of motherfuckers have credited writers. Yeah. I'm not. That's fine. Yeah, ghost writers not nah. because you're especially it's like Kendra said especially if you say you're the best or you if you content you can't you can't say you're the best and you're not coming up with your own rhymes, um, but I have written for other people. For and they're they've been very emotional tracks. They've been my story, but they just resonated or sounded better coming I just from saw them. Okay. Um, and people writing for me. I'm gonna bring it on up. on Compton, Chicago. My friend Frank Kim actually wrote that hook, but he brought it to me, and we tried. We made a song together, and I just transformed it into Compton, Chicago. But like they're bouncing ideas, and I make sure I credit anybody, but I wouldn't let nobody really write for me because it's. I'm jealous. I'm a Taurus. So okay. I ain't trying to hear shit. Mm. You got to tell me, right? So, right. Okay. Because I already got it figured out. To... <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm sorry. I'm just tripping out because I just read the side of your glasses. Uh, it says yeah. shapeshifter. It does. So is that your producer moniker, or it's a play on the 
Like everything is subjective thing, but that's mm-hmm. just something that, like I eventually tied in. That wasn't conscious. I just said shapeshifter in a in a song, and I'm hella the bad. more the more that like I found myself as an artist, the more I realized what that meant to me, mm-hmm. and it's tiptoeing that line. It's becoming different people. You're always growing. Everything is in flux. Another philosophy uh, drop, you know, yeah. and that's something I believe in. Is we're always changing yeah. every day. I just I I'm I'm literally a big fan now. Like the motherfucker's got it on the side of his goddamn glasses. Like I'm, I need him. Like I'm probably still. Thank you. No! Hey, I got the money. Got him. I can't see. Got him. And now oh, you're shit. blind. That's, gonna <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting on. That's what I was waiting on. He's like, I'm like, you need him. I ain't check him out. If you need him. Look, let me help hey, you, are you out. Sure. Cause you are going through it right now. If you need these. <laughs> Killing me. Killing me. All right. Well, um. Let's get back, or not get back in, but let's let's dive a little deeper into the album. Um, I love you got Sam Trump on this motherfucker. Yeah, he's got some horns on this bitch. Yeah, love yes. it. Sounds, <coughs> sounds dope. Thank you. From uh, shout out Sam Trump. Yeah, yeah. I've been following yeah. him from like sa- Sidewalk Chuck, and um, we we've, we've got him on. I I, I follow I'm him sorry. like randomly. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. What I said, fuck Donald. The only okay, Trump okay. we acknowledge is Sam. Oh yeah, Bet. fuck that shit. Bet. I'm sorry, I didn't even want to like give that light, but I'm just kidding. My bad. I don't know. You're right. Like we're not up. supposed to say him. El- it's Ellen. like Voldemort. Voldemort. It's like Voldemort. He's like Voldemort. You just not supposed you can't, to. You're say not this supposed shit. to put it on all the way, or he'll see you, and then like some shit. I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, what were we saying? Yeah, I don't even fucking remember now. Damn. Uh, dive a little deeper. No, just dive a little deeper into into the album. Um, so it's there's two episodes. Oh, Sam Trump. Yeah. Yeah, so Sam Trump, I actually wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about um, escapism, the mm-hmm. last track. Mm-hmm. I love, like the whole the whole thing like takes you through a vibe. Like so, you start out somewhere and like you weave into this vibe vibe when you get to escapism, and the chorus of escapism is pussy and pussy and weed basically. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about like what you were your thoughts going into this song? I mean, it's pussy and weed. Like, Hold on. What is that to fucking explain? I love this. Hold on. <laughs> because you're you're catching on. Yes. You're catching on. Just like you said, there's a story behind everything. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yes, I'm I'm ready for it. So, damn. The story behind that song came from in 2014. I graduated college. I was wait hold on congrats, congrats, yo, hold on. yo another black slash slash Mexican man with his fucking degree Latino. that's what's up I'm, thank I'm you I broke it all the way down all anyway the way down. milk and flour milk and flour another milk pancake and flour. ass milk nigga okay let's pancake, just do it yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, damn that's y'all. a new thing I, I mean apparently y'all keep pancake talking about ass. it <laughs> um damn what was fucking I saying pancakes. what was we talking about <laughs> the fuck you talking we're talking about you graduating so we're talking about so okay okay escapism um 2014 graduated uh the girl i was dating at the time i would go over to her apartment and like basically wait for her to get off work on some days um like this dick out like pussy mm, weed mm, i'm just kidding mm, 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 mm. <laughs> i'm, I'm sorry i'm getting, getting to yeah. had on a onesie sorry. actually hey, <laughs> i didn't have on a onesie that was comedic relief <laughs> um but I was there one day, and I was also looking for a job at the time because I okay. just graduated. So I couldn't smoke. Nope. Can't smoke. No. 
I'm at the crib and I'm like, man, bored as hell. I'm going through a lot and I'm stressed a lot. Like, and yeah. it's just like that's what the song became. So whenever I come up with a chorus like that, I'm like, the song cannot stay that vain. So that's where the verses came in. That's why I kind of like started explaining. Literally, what happened in the verse is what was happening to me that day. Mm. Like, and that's crazy. the second verse is the same thing, just you know, from a different perspective. I'm not gonna give it away. That's t- yeah, yeah, if you don't. And then the third it, verse, the third verse is another perspective. But I will say that, that third verse is that song is not one song in concept. That song is three songs starting over. I wish I could have done the video for that because it would have just like elaborated the song. Late, but if right? you listen, I'll, I'll give you a hint. If you listen to the last line in the first verse, I say um, something, something, we just end up back here. And the song literally starts over mm-hmm. if you listen to the production value. So Shit, I'm gonna have put to that do... in your pipe and all right, all put right, that in your it, blunt right. and smoke it. Yo, yeah. Shit. Did you just say put that in your pipe and smoke it? Say put that in your you blunt, blunt and smoke it. Blunt. God damn. Shit. We got some backwards. God damn it. Hey, there actually are backwards, <laughs> right? <laughs> in that drawer. Damn. Oh, we might have to hit the backwards later, y'all. So I, I ain't to this ain't song. nobody hitting no backwards over here. Uh, I'm drinking something. Back. We just no, gonna right. say. I'm not hitting the wood. Not anymore. <laughs> That's crazy life. because. I did listen to the album 7,000 times, apparently, and I didn't catch that, so the production, fuck me. I will say, just <laughs> for anybody that wants to listen to it and wants help, guidance through the album, the production is speaking as well as the music. Oh, for sure. I get that, but I, I missed bad. something. So bad. that's my bad. But So listen to it I more. love it. 7,000 sure. more times. No, for sure. Get, get back in your time fucking castle. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm literally like trying to- listen to it 7,000 more times. I need to, all right, I'm interviewing someone and stop thinking about the music because <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out. Anyway, um, what else do we got? There, I mean, there's so much more on this. I mean, there's two episodes. We've got, we've already uh, done like the last uh, uh, song on the first episode. You know what? There's there's a vibe change. Oh my god! No, this is what I need to talk about. Sorry. Um. So there's song cause, and then the next song and effect. (laughs) And effect, right? So cause and effect. Cause is dope to me, but effect is probably one of the sexiest songs I've ever heard. Word. That's crazy. It's a sexy ass song. Is it? It was not supposed to. I'm sorry. It's sexy as fuck. Like I was. I was like, that's a vibe right there. Yeah. That's a. And then uh, what's her name? Joe Hari. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking voice. Fucking voice. I was like, bitch, you, you can only all the time, voice. do that. Yes, please. Um, how did that song come together? Were you just like, I fell into some pussy at one point, and I was like, I need to make this an effect song. So, <laughs> like, real quick. Look, <laughs> like, look, I'll drop it to you like this. <laughs> that song caused, actually, both of the songs are inspired by the same person, like, mm-hmm. down to the, the key of the song I decided Ooh. to do it in is the first letter of her name. Nice. Um, so cause just came about just talking about what I was feeling about her, and then an effect was well we used to do this thing where we um where we wrote like stuff to each other every day, what it was like Aww. a little letter, a poem, just an affirmation, whatever. And now on that day, I wrote that verse, mm-hmm. and I was making that beat at the time I wrote the verse, and that's just how it came to be, and I just built on it. But I put them, they weren't together at first. Mm-hmm. But when I made them and the fact that they were joined by this same person, the same yeah. feeling, um, I just had to put them together. And the track list is also like a conversation as well, which is yeah. why I say it cause and effect. Right. Um, 
Yeah, it's pretty. So cool, this is, so. I mean, going back to episode one, then there's, on be careful, <laughs> give a good dick and some empathy. This is how this <laughs> nigga can be kidding the bitches though. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I'm sorry. Damn. Uh, nah. Damn. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm, 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 I'm learning. I'm talking. I'm enjoying myself. I think we all learning. I'm yeah. probably a little we drunk by now. You know what I mean? You got anything? I'm sorry. I, I feel like I've been ta- taking no, over. No, it's all that's good. Dope. You know, just fan out. I've, I, that's what I'm doing. Open that's why I feel wings. like I'm going to look back at this motherfucking video and be like, Tressie, you were just standing right there, bro. I think, I think part of it is because, you know what I'm saying, the half and half thing. Ah, uh, shut the I'm fuck just, up. Uh, just because uh, I profess my love to for the a milk song. and flour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't let us be pancakes. Every time y'all say milk and flour, I think about uh, milk and cereal. Milk and cereal. No, no. Most milk and cookies. True. No. No. Save cookies. the last dance. I'm when sorry. Nope. Already from lost. Me. Already gone. It's nope. like nope. Says the Sean Patrick Thomas or whatever the fuck his name <laughs> is about Julia Stiles. He goes, "She's milk. Your oil. Ain't no point in trying to mix." Oh, true. <laughs> Damn, I, I remember like that. Anyway, spit, like fucking drop them bars, yo. I mean, Fredro Star did say yeah, that. Line, yeah, exactly. So. I said Q from Moesha, Fredro Star <laughs> from Onyx. Like, oh <laughs> let's, my God. anyway, uh, let's just let's just end it right here. Then I guess let's just make sure everybody. Knows. Do you have anything else for it? Man, I just feel like I'm being uh, like a groupie. No, no, it's cool, man. Like, so I'ma just throw it out there. I, throw I'ma it out just, there. I'ma I'm, 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 I'm I'm just do this because I'm I'ma just go out in the left field and just ask a fucking question. Oh, do shit. it. You, it better be a good ass question the way you set that up though, bro. Set his drink down. <laughs> Who the fuck is favorite album? Non-genre. Non-genre. Non-genre specific. I'm curious. Just like, what's your favorite? Like, like yeah. any time of day. Any day, mm-hmm. any season, it's like you can just put this on and it it, it puts That's you a stupid in stupid question. You're a stupid nah. question. To me, like it's like nigga, I can't like oh my favorite album like today I it's gonna one, be though. this. No, go nah, ahead, I have one. Though. What is go it? Ahead, what is man. your? I'm gonna put this on at any any time. It's not a stupid question. I just like to yeah, combat shut you. Your fucking face. <laughs> Kinda blue. Ooh. Miles Davis. I'll take it. Smiles All right. Davis. That's what's That's up. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can I listen mean, to the album. Any time of day. Yes. Any time of motherfucking day. Any That's time of up. day. I could be... I've been on the way to the hospital listening to that. Like, oh. That's dope. That's my shit. Bro, I, I had I had a, a math teacher in high school who uh, thought he was a jazz... He thought he was a, motherfucker was in the, he was a jazz pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my other guy, I played trombone. My other guy played uh, trumpet. We would go to his house and he'd fucking play and we'd fucking just go over to his house and fucking jam. He gave me a CD and I don't have this motherfucking CD no more. And I forgot the artist's name. I feel like a fucking shithead for even bringing it up without knowing this dude's name. But he did a scat album of of uh, Kind of Blue. And so he put what? lyrics behind uh, So What? That's my same. Cause, cause it, if you guys know the story behind so mm-hmm. what, it's mm-hmm. it's the whole so what, right? Yeah. So what? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So they don't say so what, but this motherfucker translated as so what, and Damn. it turned out the 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 story behind the song so what was 
when Miles was doing these like performances in New York at the time, he'd go to this fucking bar after the shows, and the dude behind the the bar knew him, and he'd hook him up with drinks. And so the whole story was like about them being alcoholics and going to this bar yeah. after they did their shows and making this money and all these fucking loose women and blah, 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 blah. So if you read Miles' autobiography, he talks about this shit. Damn. So this dude talked, he put lyrics to the So What, like, solos that were revolved around alcohol, women, and it was dope as fuck. So I'm glad you said that. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that, Miles Davis shit, because I fucking love that fucking album. <laughs> That's it's amazing. one of my fucking out- favorites, bro. Hey. So salute. <laughs> shout out, hey, shout yeah. out to you for the fucking history behind that too, though, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. Put me on. Miles Davis right. is the shit, bro. Miles the Davis shit. was like one of the original like asshole musicians who's <laughs> so good that people just say okay, right. He yeah. walks in this place and is like, it's too bright in here. Motherfuckers turn the lights down. They don't. It's like there's no question. It's like Miles Davis said it's too bright. We're fucking turning the lights down. <laughs> Like, what are you saying? Yeah. I can't read my book. Fuck your book. Miles Davis said it's too bright. <laughs> like, he was the shit, man. Shit, I'd be like, fuck that book. Miles Davis here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, he was the shit, man. Like, that's a salute. Salute. Right. Thank you, man. <laughs> well, on that note, let's go ahead and end the episode because, I mean, I feel like we could sit here and talk with you all day. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to get you on for another episode. Hell yeah. Just yeah. where we, like, even if, like, if you have another project coming out, that's fine. If you don't, let's just fucking talk because I feel like we got a lot that we could talk about. Yeah. Yes. Um, one thing I want to when I uh, I want to go ahead and make sure that we cover is your social media, your like what you want the people to how how you want them to follow you, how you want them to get in contact mm-hmm. with you. So go ahead and uh, let the people know. L A Van Gogh on Twitter, Instagram, L A Van um, and that's L A Van G O G H. People throw a U in there. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like yeah. a you will just make it fancier or some shit? Yeah. No, it's Van Gogh. So yeah. LA Van Gogh. Okay, that's what's up. So LAVangogh.com, at LA Van Gogh on Instagram and Twitter. Um, damn, I don't have a Snapchat no more. Uh, you don't need one. Yeah, yeah. Facebook, LA Van Gogh Music, backslash LA Van Gogh Music. And okay. that's it. And you can find all of his music on Spotify, SoundCloud, L period, A period, space, Van Gogh. Exactly. Don't forget the dot. Don't forget the dots. It'll help. Exactly. And you can find us on Facebook at Through the Crate. You can find us on Twitter at uh, through the crate. You can find us at our own website at www. Let me get through the crate. Oh, and uh, you can find us also at face. Uh, I said Facebook already. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Tumblr at through the crate. You're not gonna let him get in or what? There's one like, more though. <laughs> what's the one more? Instagram, right? At through the crate. Hey! hey! Thank you Lit. so much, Van Gogh. Again, we really appreciate it. Bruh. We'll dive into some more music yes. whenever you got anything coming up, whenever you want any type of platform to say whatever the fuck Let's you know, want to say. We're here for you, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Fans, I had a lot bro. of fun. Thank you, guys. We had Bang. a great time. Thank you. And we and out we this out. Thank, you. Thank you. God, I'm fucking waiting for that shit. Where know, the fuck you at? I fucked up. Damn. That was great. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. Hot ass, leather ass seat. Oh, oh, stand the fuck up. Oh, Who needs to take a piss? Your mom.